All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze podcast, episode number 14. This is Marlo at MarloJR on Twitter. And as always, I am joined by the co-host Casey. And Casey, I believe the Sox own the Brewers. The Breeze 132 podcast rivalry game week end, I guess. It did not go well for the Brewers. It did not go well for the Brewers. No, it didn't. White Sox take two of three um, with a with the, the game today or game on yeah game on Sunday today was uh, pretty we had a little bit of a some hot bats this afternoon but as always as the Sox are what they're doing right now every win is a loss for us so it's just always a lose lose <laughs> no matter what happens for the White Sox at this point but it was uh, it was a fun weekend I went to the game on Friday. Oh yeah. Well, I remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about going to the game, and then your uh, trusty uh, co-host here completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got I got stood up. I <laughs> invited Casey to the game. Come down to Chicago to the game, and just he ghosted me. <laughs> yeah, I think I texted you halfway through the game, maybe in the fourth <laughs> inning. And I was like, "Oh, this was the weekend I was supposed to come down." <laughs> oh good. man, good job by me. Yeah, you missed the fireworks show. There's a, there's a sweet fireworks show afterwards. <laughs> so yeah, the Brewers uh, snapped their. I think they went five or six series in a row, and they snapped it by losing to the worst team in baseball. So yeah, very Brewers ish move to do. That. Yeah, and the group I went with was mostly Brewers fans on Friday, and so yeah. when they won, they were just like, "Well, it's fine because we're in first place, and you guys are in last." I'm like, "Okay." Just, just hold on to that. <laughs> see where yeah. that goes. Yeah, well, see, I mean, obviously the Brewers are doing doing great. As I mentioned, the streak that they're on, uh, playing really good baseball. I totally expected after the uh, going. I think on Memorial Day they started a series with the Cardinals, and I felt like, all right, Brewers are in first place. Things are going well. This is where we play the Cardinals, and we get swept. And that didn't happen. We won that series two games to one. And uh, I was like, oh my goodness, could this be different? And then we played the White Sox and lost a series to them. So maybe it's not different. Yeah. I have my hopes up. How many? Ga- how far are they? How far are they in first place right now? Uh, they're uh, fourteen games above five hundred. I don't know what they are. Uh, yeah. Let's we can. Here we go. They're only two games up on the Cubs now. Fourteen uh, games above five hundred. Uh, the Cubs swept uh, whoever they were playing. So that stunk. Yeah, the Mets. They were playing the Mets. Yeah, they were playing the Mets. Yeah, they won. Yeah. They won in uh, extra innings last night. The fourteenth inning, I think they won seven to one, and I think the Mets account tweeted out that the Mets were up seven to one. Said <laughs> <laughs> the Cubs, so a little harsh, a little harsh there. So yeah, so only two games up, a lot of baseball to play, but the Brewers are doing great. I just wish they didn't lose the White Sox. Yeah, so I'm gonna hold on to that one probably for yeah. the remainder of the baseball season because <laughs> <laughs> it's all I can do at this point. Uh, yeah, so looking back now, um, we got the NBA Finals still chugging along. Uh, we had Game 1 last Monday. Yeah, last Monday night. No, Thursday night. Or Thursday night. Yeah, you're right. We had Game 1 Thursday. Like Monday. These games are so far apart. Yeah, I can't keep track. We had Game 1 Thursday night, and it was, it was, it was very entertaining, to say the least, I would say. Um, I know going into it, a lot of people are like, oh, here we go again. Um, but it was, at least game one was a very, very entertaining game. 
Yeah, it was very uh, very back and forth. Uh, I think each team kind of went on his, the run, and LeBron kept uh, the Cavaliers in it as best he could. And, of course, there's some calls and decisions towards the end of the game uh, by referees and players that really stand out. Um, and kind of mire the uh, how good the game was overall. Uh, I think it was it, it was very entertaining. Yeah, like just the beginning. I think it was a minute. It was like a couple minutes in, and Jr. Smith who accident. It was truly an accident falling down, but like rolls uh, Clay Thompson's ankle. Yeah, and then so now everyone's booing, and 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 it, and it was on uh, pretty much from that point on. Uh, but yeah, very uh, LeBron had a very goat like game. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm not so sure how accidental that was because it, <laughs> yeah. when I saw that, mm-hmm. it looked very much to me like uh, when Ramos collided with uh, Salah in the Champions League final, <laughs> and Salah separated his shoulder. Like they know what they're doing, they know how to fall. That like it's an accident. Sure, he didn't mean to hurt him, but he meant to fall into him. He meant to take mm-hmm. Salah down. Mm-hmm. He didn't mean to hurt him necessarily, but he yeah. meant to knock him. And sure. mm, I don't know. I don't like I said. I don't think he meant to hurt him. I don't think it was necessarily a dirty play. But I'm saying, I'm on to you. I'm on to you, Jr. So yeah, just you say, Jr. He uh, accidentally on purpose <laughs> ran over Clay Thompson's. Yeah, ankle. he meant to. He meant to run into him. I think. He yeah. didn't mean to twist an ankle or twist a knee or whatever it was, but just like Ramos, it didn't mean to separate his shoulder, but he meant to take Solid down. It's a yeah. I don't know if I can give JF Smith that much credit, man. I, <laughs> I that's the only thing. That's, if it was yeah. some other player, I'd be like, oh, that was so savvy. But it's like yeah. Jr. I just don't. Okay. I don't yeah. really. I can't give him that much credit. Yeah, we'll talk about more about his uh, savvy, I guess, in a little bit. Here, <laughs> a little so. bit. We'll definitely anyway, get to Anyway, you that. were saying uh, LeBron's uh, Yeah, LeBron, it's, it's, if it was anyone else, I'd feel really bad for him. Yeah. But it's LeBron's, I don't. But score, doing what he did in that game, which was just outplay everyone on that court. Yeah. But 51 points. Um, I mean, he didn't score the 50 in overtime. I guess that's, I mean, he didn't score the 50 in regulation. I guess that <laughs> yeah, might be no. the only knock. But he put a 50 burger up, and obviously the Cavaliers still lost. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the calls down the end of the game, a lot of people are saying that it, it was the refs took away from the game, yada, da, da, da. We yeah. had the big, you know, was that a charge or a block where they called a charge? Yeah. And then they reversed it. Did you have a take on that? Did you, when you were watching it live, did you think it was a block or a charge? I thought it was live. I thought it was a block because mm-hmm. I, th- I thought LeBron was moving forward and moved under. Durant after Durant took off and that's what the replay showed and I I guess the issue with the refereeing is that normally you can't review that but they got to review it because they were like I don't know if he was in the circle underneath the basket right so I think if you look at what the play was it looks like a block if you just like play it out but I think the question rule wise is should they have been able to rule to review it or not and to me, like they got, I I feel like they got the call right, so I'm yeah. okay with the outcome of it. Yeah. But I guess the the ability for them to review it is what kind of has people kind of in question or or upset. Which is dumb because it's the same people that are arguing that we need to get, we need to get it right. 
and they finally get it right, and now we're arguing about, oh, they shouldn't be able to do that, or they should do every call. And that's fine. Do every call. Get all the calls right. If you want to watch a 10-hour game, that's fine, too. Yeah. But, yeah, I think when I watched it, I didn't know when, I, when it was live. It was, it was too fast. I think I might have not been paying attention. But watching the replay, right. I was like, oh, they better change that. That's, that's clearly a block. Um, yeah, he, I, th- I felt like he, w- he moved under him, and then his right foot was still moving as the contact occurred. Yeah. So I felt like that was... And he turned, he kind of turned, he like turned his shoulder a little bit. It, it wasn't, he wasn't squared up. That was my biggest yeah. thing. So, I, yeah. I think it was, yeah. you know, it, it was good rotational defense, and that's where he should have been, uh, you know, but that that's the way that I think a block charge should be called. That should have been called a block should it have been reviewed? I don't know, but I think it got the right call to to occur. Yeah. So, and so the ball it goes. The game goes into overtime, yeah. um, and it must be said that we have full blown Tremont playoff Tremont Green uh, antics going on. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he is. Are you? How do you? It's yeah. He, who? Someone tell me. He's like it, it's so easy to hate Tremont if he's not yeah. on your team. Yeah. Well, I mean, we live that, you know, with him being at Michigan State. I, right. It was so frustrating to play against him at Michigan State. And he was, I would say, tame back then compared to the antics oh, yeah. that he does now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, like the, sh- the sh- shoulder shimmy, and he's just yelling at the crowd every two seconds. But it's only when it's going his way. It's right. only 100% when it's going absolutely his way. Other than that, is it, yeah, so full trade, I, I don't think he's going to be able to make it through the series without picking up the what does he need seven techs to get suspended a game oh is that what it is or two in a game kind of like that yeah yeah i think that's it and i think he's up to three or four there's no way he's making it through <laughs> yeah. unless, unless if, if it goes more than four games there's no way he's making it through so i saw uh sam decker tweet there's some people who uh when they shoot and it leaves their hand you think it's going in and then there's draymond green <laughs> <That's great. laughs> He's such ne- an ugly three. It never oh. looks like it's going in, and it's such like, hey, what yeah, all, yeah. All the, that team is just full of beautiful strokes, and then you got <laughs> yeah, Draymond Green. Dream Green. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but yeah, the Warriors. So the Warriors take it. It take it in overtime. Yeah, uh, we, we're I, we're gonna do a wellness check. We're still seeing if Jr. Smith is alive uh, for Game Two. I haven't seen any uh, anything about it yet. So. <laughs> I think he might. He, there's a possibility he could have could have got grabbed by some guys that maybe a, may or not been LeBron's guys. Yeah, uh, that was one of the most bizarre plays that I've seen, and it was. I remember I, I watched it, and uh, I remember thinking, "Does he not know the score? Does he not know what basket he's going towards? Like, does he think he's going the other way to try and, and score in the far hoop?" I yeah. I didn't know what was going on. It was right so bizarre. Yeah, so tie tie game. George Hill at the line, and George Hill misses a free throw with I don't know probably five six or seven seconds I think left. It was like four seven. Yeah, Jr. Smith gets the rebound off a missed free throw, and when he started dribbling out, I was like, "Oh, this is so this is so Jr. He's going to go back and shoot a three because that's what he does." Yeah, and then I saw him keep going, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, he doesn't know." <laughs> Yeah, like legit, didn't know what's going on, um, and then yeah, LeBron looked like literally he's going to strangle him on the court. It's created a great new internet meme, though. Oh, it's going to be used for a while. It was a, it's a great meme. Yeah, yeah. So, 
You got so yeah, we'll see if J.R. Smith uh is game two. Yeah. Should be there. Hopefully. Yeah, should be there. We'll check. Anything else you've noticed uh in, in game one or thus far in the series? No um Curry looks good. It looks like well, I'll tell you this. I'm s I don't know what's going on with, with KD. Yeah. Um, it's just it doesn't seem like it, it, it's not as his game isn't as fluid as it was in uh, some of the earlier or some of his earlier games. Right. Um, and, and last in last uh, last year's series. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we'll, you know, it was it was one game. We'll see if that comes back around. And yeah, Le- <laughs> if LeBron can only get one other person to help him out and it's like George Hill is his, his, his best option. Ooh, yeah. I, Durant seems like, and we'll see what happens in game two, and we'll you know talk about it here in a little bit in the future, 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 future. future. Got some uh, <laughs> podcast magic happening. Yeah, uh, he does seem like he's forcing. He seems like he's taking jump shots when he should be trying to create or move the ball. So we'll see if that uh, changes here in a little bit. All right, so moving on to game two. Game two uh, just finished up. Get the, in the books, in the books, game two in the books. Warriors come out and and win this one. It w- it was kind of it seemed like Cleveland had a chance like most of the time, and then the Warriors just decided, okay, enough playing around. Towards the end, great game by Steph. He got the record, the NBA record for most threes in the finals with nine. Dropped thirty three. Yeah. The big three re- on the Warriors, anyways, really came through. Um, yep. And LeBron had a measly twenty nine points. So, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh so congrats to steph on the uh record for nine three-pointers beating ray allen's eight when he was part of lebron's team in miami <clears throat> kevin durant must have heard our earlier part of the podcast he came out and had a very efficient uh 10 for 14 uh 26 points so uh i think he returned to form of what we expected of him uh in this game uh but as you mentioned lebron i guess to his standards, a pedestrian, 29 points. Yeah. Uh, but he had 13 assists and as, I don't know if it was Mark Jackson or, I think it was Stan Van Gundy, not Stan Van Gundy, Jeff Van Gundy, who was like, oh, if you count all the <laughs> passes he had where there were fouls, if those were assists, he'd have like a 1,000 or something. Uh, it was, there yeah, goes uh, that man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I think we've talked about this before, but like there should be an, an an announcer mute button. Like, oh. just let me hear the sound of the court. Like, just have a microphone on the court. Let me hear that. Let me hear the players talk. I don't need an announcer. I know basketball enough to know what the hell is going on. Yeah. You know, they're not explaining anything to me most of the time. I don't know. Anyway. That's you know, and I think, I, I to kind of go off that, I think the ABC crew is the worst to have for the final. Mm. That The Jeff Van Gundy and, and, and Mark Jackson. Um just like Jeff Van Gundy going off on when they, I guess, I don't know what happened. Someone spilled a beer or something, but the ball boys had to wipe <laughs> down the court. And he yeah. takes that to go on his soapbox, like unnecessary stoppage of, of play right here. Okay. Just let them wipe yeah. the court up. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, he gets he gets real cranky. And Mark Jackson's like, I still want to coach again, so I'm not yeah. going to say anything mean about anybody ever. Exactly. Like He so, still thinks he has a chance. He's the one that's sticking out there, that uh, the hot take that, that Steve Kerr isn't a good coach because he still thinks he might have a chance to come back and coach these Warriors. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to coach these Warriors, <laughs> but I can see somebody giving him a job. Um, yeah, you mentioned earlier that Cleveland had a 
they were Cleveland was down the whole game, and I always throughout the game I kept feeling like the Warriors were winning by a lot, and then I'd look down and it'd be like, oh, it's only like a six point game, or oh, all of a sudden it's a five point game, and I was surprised that Cleveland was hanging in because it felt like just kind of the flow of the game that Golden State was crushing them, and they ended up winning comfortably, but like for a while there it was relatively close. Yeah. It should be noted that J.R. Smith was healthy and playing in the game, so it's good yes. that he wasn't in a his, ditch somewhere. His uh, general so, well-being was positive, I guess. Right, exactly. Although so we did go two for nine <laughs> for five points. And we had a Tristan Kardashian sighting. He played. Oh. He had, I don't know, a few buckets. A few buckets in the middle of there. So, uh, I mean, that's all good news for Cleveland as they come home. Uh, maybe maybe they can steal one or two, but it really looks like that one game on uh, game one was really their chance to well, kind of get a win here. Yeah. Well, before we get into that, I, I, I saw an advertisement of uh, Family Feud with the Kardashian family. <laughs> did you see this? I did. I did. <clears throat> had the, the Kardashians, uh, the clan, and I guess Kanye, Kanye Jenner, I believe. Looks like Kanye's and, in the mix. Kanye was there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who they're playing against. I that think seems a little... it it looked like they were playing. It was like Kardashian or Kardashian because I I thought the same thing. Like who were they playing? When it looked like yeah, who it was Kim and Kim and Kanye, and it might have been maybe some of Kanye's people on one side, and okay. then like the other Kardashians. I don't know. That was my speculation from just the commercial. Sure. Well, but... yeah, because it was like you know Kim and. Kanye, and then it's like uh, there has to be another team that can just play themselves. Maybe they will just play themselves, and that's right. the show. I'm not sure. Yeah, that's that's uh, the Kardashian way to do it. Why include anyone else? There you go. It's, it's just all about us. them. <laughs> it's all about them. Uh, but I, uh, I guess a little bit of caution to the the series being over. Uh, this is ha- I felt this way in the Boston series. I uh, <laughs> although I. Not to say that Golden State is Boston. They're clearly a more established team with better players. But I remember sitting here after two games of uh, the Boston-Cleveland series and being like, I don't even know how Cleveland's going to win a game. And then they went back home. G.R. Smith had a couple threes. He actually knew what the score was. Uh, you know, the other role players stepped up. I mean, Kyle Corver's been non-existent in these two games. Yeah. Uh Jeff Green was pretty good in game one, but pretty poor in game two. Maybe uh, they no, show No, you're up right. I mean, obviously home. they so could have won game one. Of, yeah. And this, know. like you said, this game, it, it felt closer. So it, I, it's not over, but it just feels like, it just feels like if LeBron doesn't, he, he has, he's going to have to win four games by himself. There's not going to be a game where someone else is going to step up and do it with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And if Steph Curry's making joking, falling back 30 footers and shooting with his left hand when he thinks he's fouled, I mean, if they're in that kind of rhythm, I mean, it's it's crazy when he gets on. It's yeah, cra- it's crazy to watch it. So his his uh, mouthpiece mouth game probably. was really good tonight, too. Yeah. Just gnawing on that mouthpiece. That's when you know you're in trouble. <laughs> the when, the mouth, when the mouthpiece doesn't go in Curry's mouth. <laughs> it is one of the weirdest things in basketball, though, when Steph Curry, former MVP, gets switched and is defending LeBron James, former MVP. And it's just, like, bizarre. Like, these are two of the 
two of the two best players in basketball, and they look so different guarding. Like it yeah. doesn't look like they should be guarding each other, and it's it's bizarre. And then Steph does, you know, and LeBron dominates as he does often on his end of the court, and then Steph does some crazy. I'm open by half of a foot and makes a shot and shows why he's an MVP on his end of the court. It's it's a really fun matchup. For sure. Uh, yeah, any other takeaways from game two that we haven't gotten to? Uh, there wasn't anything like outside of the game, any real talking points, I don't think. You know, yeah. there wasn't any hold me back fights. No, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't any hold me back. I thought there was going to be one early. It looked like Tristan and, and Draymond were going to get into it, and I thought Draymond was going to get his tech, but he didn't. He was kind of calm this game. Um, so not, not too many hold me back moments. Yeah. Actually, Steph got into it and was a little bit hold me back. Uh, when, <laughs> yeah, he, well, when he was he, over there in the ba- on the Cleveland's yeah, bench, yeah, the bench with Kendrick Perkins, who was yeah, apparently Coach on Kendrick. the Cavaliers. <laughs> Couldn't tell you, Coach Kendrick Perkins over there. He's he's been getting in a couple of uh, arguments with people. Uh, Kendrick Perkins has, yeah, uh, which I didn't even know he was on the Cavaliers. He doesn't play, right? Like, is no. he a coach? Is he technically a no, coach? He's, or is he he's on technically the a player. I think he was okay. he dressed for last series. It doesn't look like he's dressing for this one. No, he was in a suit today, at least. Yeah, and he's just the ultimate, like, you're the man, LeBron. You're the man. <laughs> well, I remember he was on Oklahoma City back yeah. when Kevin Durant was on Oklahoma City, yep. and they were had the, uh, what was it called, the amnesty or whatever, and they are like, they should, I remember the conversation was like, you should just absolutely amnesty this guy. He's... <laughs> worthless on your team is apparently still on a professional <laughs> basketball team. I have no idea. I have no idea how this happens. Uh, the NBA the is a funny though. place. You got to ask GM LeBron. Yeah. No, that's all another conversation. Anyway, <laughs> Warriors win 122-103. Uh, 2-0 lead. It's going to be hard to come back. I think it's I think it's six games at best for Cleveland. I think they get one at home. Uh, and then it's closed out in, in five. Closed out in five. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement. It might, it may go six. I could see them like we were talking about the Cleveland like winning with the home cooking, uh, and then the Warriors you know shutting it down after that. Uh, but yeah, we'll see. I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's as entertaining as Game One, the rest of the series. Yeah. Um, this game was close. It, it got away at the end, which was kind of weird. They took. Uh, Teron Lu took all his players out. It's still there's still like seven minutes or something left, and he just goes yeah. like, "No, nah, it's over. It's over. It's over. Let's <laughs> clear the bench," which was yeah. kind of strange. But well, I think it's for him. It's like if I take out LeBron, which he should have done. Like they're not yeah. going to win. Yeah. But like if I take out LeBron, that's signal enough. I just should take everybody out. Yeah. Just true. looking at stat lines here. Uh, so one of my favorite players to watch on uh, Golden State is Sean Livingston, just because yeah. he's. You know, I've kind of seen his whole career arc, you know, as I've been following sports. And he's settled into this, like, you know, guard post-play mid-range game that I really appreciate and doesn't really exist anywhere else in the NBA. Yeah. And I think they showed earlier in the game he went 4 for 4 uh, in game 1 and went 5 for 5 in game 2 uh, for 10 points just in, like, little back-down mid-range shots. And I just for some reason, get a lot of uh, joy watching him play that game. It's really fun. On the counterpoint, looking mm-hmm. at the box score, Nick Young, 
0 for 5 for 0 points. Tough game for Nick Young. <laughs> That's a tough uh, outing. Tough outing. But anyway, I, I just wanted to give a little shout out to, you know, like Sean Livingston's listening to the podcast. Shout out. <laughs> shout out. You're listening. Good game. I, I appreciate your game. I, it's a lot of fun to watch in this, uh, you know, layup or three league. He does the mid range, he does the guard post up play, which yeah. Wisconsin fans know a lot about. <laughs> a man of your heart. He's just a man of yeah, your heart. That's right. All right. So we'll get on the, to game three. I don't know. Sometimes it's Wednesday, so we have Wednesday. like another multiple days in between. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited to see what the news cycle starts to turn out in between now and then. All I right. can't. It's not going to be anything as juicy as game one. I mean, no. it's not going to be anything. You know, they'll figure something out. There's, the Big J no journalists hook. always do. I think the hook is is it a sweep or not? Can LeBron. Yeah. Although, I have to say, this game felt like. LeBron needed somebody else. And a lot of other games I've kind of rolled my eyes at it and been like, okay, sure, whatever. But like this game felt like he's creating everything and no they just don't have another creator, really. They don't have yeah, anybody have else no who one. can make their own shot. Yeah. LeBron exactly. has to make the shot or create the opportunity for the shot to be made. Right. Yeah, he draws a double triple team and you better hit a wide open layup. Yeah. Yeah. And for the most part, like it, it's just it's just tough for those it's tough for those teammates I guess like I've I've read a lot about Kevin Love and and he's had c- kind of been open about kind of some of the struggles he's had and I really appreciate Kevin Love as a person and uh, have tried you know come to appreciate him as a basketball player and like I feel like he plays a really good important role and he understands his role on this team on the on a LeBron James team. And I think he does a really good job at being what he needs to be on this team. And when he doesn't do well, he takes shit and he accepts that. And I really respect that of him. But outside of him, I don't think anybody else on this team <laughs> really fits that kind of uh, setup role or that kind of I'm playing off the ball role very well. So it's just not, it's not a good roster construction. I don't know. No, this roster is garbage. I don't know what I don't know what the answer is, but it's not Kyle Korver. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's not Kyle Korver or who else played Jeff Green for sure. Yeah. Hopefully it's a series. Uh, Hopefully Cleveland can win a couple at home. Keep us given. Keep giving us some uh, some topics. Case, did you see Tiger was back? He's. I thought he's been back for like a couple of years now. Oh well, he was well, like he's back, and then he's not, and then he's back. Right, but he for Friday and Saturday he was back. Oh, he had a oh he was like on Thursday. I don't know if you saw we had we had Angry Tiger back, who was yeah. hitting slices and and chucking his clubs around and cussing at the crowd. And then on Friday we had we had Comeback Tiger, and Ooh. then Saturday he actually grabbed the lead for for a hole. Oh really? And then yeah, and then today wasn't he couldn't putt, <laughs> just couldn't right. putt. I think he ended up tied for ninth. Still a top ten finish. Still a top ten finish. Well, I see. Uh, I got him here, tied for twenty third. Oh, twenty third. Oh, no. I was. Oh no, he is negative nine. That's what it was, right? Yeah, he's negative nine. Yep, negative nine. Tied for twenty third. So not a top top twenty five finish. Um, but yeah, he was back for a couple of days there, in a big way. You know, I think I'm going to say it's good that he's getting upset. 
right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it means he has expectations. It means that he's you know thinking he should be performing better, and he's not just being sad like when he was. <laughs> <laughs> not performing well when he wasn't performing well and he was you know pulling out of tournaments and and whatnot it just it had a sad aura to it and i i think the emotion is hey i should be playing better i'm expecting to play better i'm ready to play better that's what i uh, hope to see who knows it's a long hill to climb right but yep i think it's a positive sign that he's back in the knot and then getting angry about it yeah i I, yeah, I felt like this when Tiger got back to, you know, playing multiple tournaments here. He was very lovable, Tiger. I'm so happy to be here, Tiger. Yeah, and I think I think that fire is back. I think asshole Tiger is coming out. Yeah. So hopefully that will lead to some more uh, Sundays where he's in contention, as they say. That'd be great. Yeah. Because it's still even... It's still the main thing I want out of golf <laughs> after however many years it's been, I'm yep. still holding on. I'm still waiting. Uh, and I guess in this tournament, there wasn't a lot of other of the young guys, you know, who I like to root for, uh, in, uh, in contention. So he was the main guy that I root for going for it. So. Yeah. All right. It'll be good to see Tiger being back. We have the NHL Stanley cup finals, ice hockey. Ice hockey in the desert. Oh, we're back at DC now. Uh, that's um, right. In the, the swamp. swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the swamp. Um, so, before we get into this, I know I was late to the party, but I, f- 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 to begin game one, it may have been game two, either way, I sat down, I started the game early to watch the uh, Golden Knights like pregame intro stuff. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Yes, I've seen both of them. Oh my goodness! It is. Which such... one did you see? The one with the one with Imagine Dragons or with? The, not I saw. Dragons. I saw Imagine Dragons. No, that was Game Two. Okay, Game Two, where so, it's like there's on. knights fighting on ice. I don't mean to catch this pregame. <laughs> the internet says the game starts at seven, so I turn <laughs> it on at seven, and the game doesn't start till like seven forty-five. I've complained about this before. Drives me nuts. So I yes, I've seen both. <laughs> okay. Games. Yeah, it, it was like knights are fighting. And I was like, "Holy crap! What is going on?" And it was, and it just kept going. And then Imagine Dragons come out, and this is the intro. So I'm, I'm assuming they're gonna do like, you know, like a verse, or maybe they just sing their uh, the chorus. Yeah. No, they just do like a full concert. <laughs> just like a full concert out there in the ice <laughs> right before the game. It's seriously like half hour, forty five minutes long. Yeah. Easy, right? It's so unreal. It was so Vegas. Um. But yeah, I was much, I I couldn't stop watching it. Don't get me wrong, I was like, is this is the hockey game happening? Or is this just like the pep rally? I didn't yeah. know, but it's it's pretty. Yeah, it's Vegas, Vegas in a nutshell. So curious to see who they're gonna get for the other when they come back. Uh, but to, to Vegas, sure, that show is great. But did you see who the Capitals had when it came back to DC? I didn't I actually miss that. Pat Sajak. Oh no, they t- <laughs> boom. Pat Sajak. <laughs> <laughs> all of DC. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. What did he do? I missed it. Uh, he came out and talked or something. It was terrible. <laughs> all right. What well, worked? Like the the top headline is Washington Capitals get Pat Sajak for awkward Stanley Cup final <laughs> pregame show. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, that's awesome. 
Best I think that's like sums up our podcast, though. Two personalities. You're Vegas. You got <laughs> Imagine Dragons coming out. I got Pete, Pat Sajak coming out and being awkward. That's me. That's- <laughs> yeah, it's totally fair. We got Vegas. <laughs> All right, yeah, I represent all things that are Vegas. Oh, yeah. Just inter- entertainment of the Wazoon and Pat Sajak. Did you like? Yeah. Okay, I have to watch it now. I'm gonna go. You have to go. It. You have to go back go and f- watch it. Yeah, I gotta go back and watch Pat. The still Pat picture Sajak. is just him on like a carpet, you know, red carpet out on there, talking with a sheet of paper. <laughs> that was the pregame show. <laughs> oh man, what a what a draw! Draw by the Capitals is. Wheel of Fortune in DC is that where it is? is? I have no idea. Yeah, I I don't I don't know. I just assume it's in in LA. Yeah, yeah that's but. what I did. Why is Pat Sajak there? I don't know. That's I don't know. So we gotta look at this. <laughs> for next pod. What was he out there doing? Do you want to buy a vowel? Um, <laughs> <laughs> but Pat Sajak, he delivers the he delivers the goods with the Cavs winning at home, which they haven't done uh, yeah. in a while. So the series at two one Cavs. Yeah. Um, I'm not worried. I think the I think the Knights are going to still come through. Mm. Um, they just want to, you know, make it make it a little more little more drama. We need a little more drama for the Disney movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think the Knights will come through. So I think they're yeah, the Caps are just setting up their fan base for a terrible, terrible heartbreak because that's no. what they do. That would be classic Washington Capitals. <laughs> I don't. I've uh, you know, I consulted the pyramid obviously early yep. in the series, and you know who I'm rooting for. And I've talked to uh, my three friends who follow hockey, and they are all rooting for the Capitals. So I'm all in. You're all in on the. Caps. I think the two one lead is going to hold. Okay. Uh, I know now. Know four players on the Capitals, so that's exciting. And I, I think I who only know they? one. Oh, <laughs> Holt beats the goalie. <laughs> okay. Ovechkin. Uh, I know how it's. No, it's spelled Tom Collins, the guy who got in fight. I don't know who they are. Uh, Fine, I don't know. Yeah, two. Them. You had two. That's good. You still got time. There's still time. Uh, Oshi. Oshi. Yeah. TJ Oshi. He he played for you, Team USA. And yeah. Made some penalty shots. That's right. And oh, Evgeny is his name. I don't remember his. How do I say his last name? Because he's like Russian or something. So. My hockey friends can correct me. Yeah, I'm wrong. <laughs> They'll know. They'll know. I'm gonna look it up. I and know. Then, I already know. We're, I already know we're gonna get text about this. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that's hockey. That's hockey. That is hockey. Our case. I wanted to get into. It seemed like there was a lot going on this week. A lot of a lot of people taking L's Ooh. this week. Okay. Uh, so I just wanted to go through some L's of the week with you. Um, All right. We'll start off easy because we, we talked about this a little bit. We had J.R. Smith. Yeah. Who took a big L. Uh, we went in, we were pretty, we were pretty into it, so we don't need to get back into it, but I, that was tough. It was tough to watch. So, so what's, what's the bigger mental error, let's mm. say, this play or Chris Weber's timeout? Ooh, I gotta say, I want, I gotta say this play. Because, really? And that's what, here's why. Because it was off of a free throw, so you had time to like cl- collect your thoughts. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting at the free throw line, like you're looking around, you should be looking at the scoreboard. They sh- most of the time, people were talking, but even if they weren't, like at that point of the game, like you have time to like kind of collect and go through scenarios in your head. Yeah. Um. I know 
at that level, they're probably thinking it's a make. You know, and then when it wasn't, it's was like, oh shit, now what? Yeah. But at the same time, when you when like the Chris Webber, he was in the middle, like in the middle of a play, and yeah. called timeout because he he was in trouble. Which yep, I could I could see that more. You know, he didn't have that the seconds before a free throw to kind of collect himself. Yeah, the the score is easier to remember than the number of timeouts you have left. Yeah, I'd say. Because it tells you. <laughs> yeah. So, well, congratulations, Chris Weber. You're uh, yeah. off the hook. I guess it's still when college basketball happens. That's yeah. still the one, but. Oh, that's not uh, going away ever. Yeah. So, congratulations, JR. Yeah, JR. Big L this week. Um, another L that happened that was. blew my mind of how fast this went down. Yeah. Was uh, Roseanne. Oh, okay. Roseanne came back, or, she, you know, she had her show yeah. resurrected. Sh- show's been. Drawing the ratings. People yeah. have been watching. People have been watching. It was the highest rated show on ABC. And she got out on Twitter and tweeted some stuff. Yeah. No, no need to repeat it. No. But she tweeted some stuff. And it was literally within hours. ABC shut it down. Yeah. Said, we are getting a show. I think it was like three hours. And um, yeah. And it was shut down. It was just because Twitter was going crazy. The world was going crazy um, over what Roseanne was saying. And they're just like, all right. It's done. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, as we say, don't tweet. Well, we can tweet, but <laughs> kids, delete your Twitters. Uh, don't say stupid things on Twitter. It's it's amazing how fast things can happen on there for how few people are on Twitter. Like, I think if you looked at, like, the spectrum of, or, you know, the people in America and the percentage mm-hmm. that's on Twitter... And yeah. then the outrage that can be generated on Twitter yeah. by such a select few number of it's people. It's so crazy. Uh, it's crazy. So just, you know, think before you tweet. If you're drinking, put the Twitter <laughs> away. Keep your multi-million dollar show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's too much to ask. Uh, not too much. Another, yeah, another thing that kind of ha- well, went crazy because of Twitter. And I think it was the same day as the Rose- it was the night, same night as the Roseanne stuff went down. Oh, really? Um, but... Pusha T and Drake have been, they've been feuding for some years now. Um, I know you know this, Casey. I'm just explaining to our, our fans. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, yeah, they've had, they've had some beef for some years and there's, they've had jabs. Uh, but this is like the first time in a while where, you know, Drake had put out a actual, uh, actual diss track. Pusha oh. T came back at him. And it is my determination that Pusha T put Drake in a body bag. Wow. And Drake took a big L this week. Really? Yeah. What was your take? Did you think Pusha <laughs> T really came through on that one? I didn't even know who he was before this. <laughs> Doesn't Drake just win because he's like at Raptors games and is famous? I don't understand. Uh, yeah, you would think. I mean, I didn't listen to any of the songs. <laughs> you... I mean, I would just be like, you want to diss track? Here's Tupac's Hit Him Up. I'm done. That's Whoa. I... Well, I, I will agree with you. This, Tupac's Hit Him Up is probably the best diss track of all time. Gold standard. Like, so he literally got of, shot over it. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, Tupac taking an L this week, too. Yeah. <laughs> Tupac takes an L. From Pusher T. So, yeah, I think Pusher, Pusher T got him. We'll see if Drake comes back or, or what he comes back with. But I think ultimately, I think you're right in the end. This was This was something that was going crazy on twitter 
And in the moment, it was like, Pushy's win. But I think in the long run, it's going to be a Drake win because everyone's going to look back at it kind of the same way you are. It's like, oh, but it's Drake. And yeah. Who is this Pusher T guy? Well, I don't think, uh, uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to. Go off of my take on. Oh come on! We, on rap, we, we're but, all waiting. For, we're all. I mean, Drake's not like a great like slam lyricist, right? Like he's not gonna. I I don't think kill anybody in a song kind of thing, but he's gonna have great music that people are gonna listen to in a club and like yeah. play at their barbecues and stuff and like make really good music. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and in the end, that's what most people care about. Not <laughs> you know making a great you know, insult song or something. I don't know. Yeah. I I didn't, I have never heard of Pusha T before. You heard of the this, clips? This you know the clips from back in oh. the day. Oh, He was yeah. one of the, yeah, he was one of the, one of the two that was in the clips. Oh. Yeah. There you well, go. There you go. <laughs> they had like a song I knew. That was good. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Pusha T's still around. Just put out a new album that Kanye produced. One of Kanye's seven that he's doing in June. There's your hip hop history for everybody. Oh, speaking of hip hop history. Yep. I found out this uh, over the weekend that Snoop Dogg is putting out like hockey videos, like educational videos. What? <laughs> Explaining like the rules of hockey and like hockey slang and stuff. It's fantastic. Look it up on the YouTube. What? Dude, Snoop is everywhere. It's amazing. Okay. He goes Everyone through it out. and like talks about like an apple. Holy crap. An apple hockey 101 with Snoop. Yeah, biscuit oh. is uh, the puck. Man, all these food things. I'm getting hungry. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is by the NHL. Holy crap! Yeah, it's great. Oh, oh that's so good. funny. Got to give it a listen. Spent a good hour on that this weekend. It was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next L. Um, we didn't get into this, but LeBron. I know yeah. he lost the game, but personally, LeBron showing up in the pregame and postgame, for that matter, in his suit with shorts oh and as you pointed out which i didn't realize the socks were still pulled up yeah the socks still were pulled, pulled up, up the socks still pulling up the socks it's like it's one of those things like lebron's not a good look man like he's like he, he's probably one of the people that could pull it off because he's lebron but it's still it was it was not a good look and it, not only that he had like a handbag <laughs> i don't know it's european or something i don't know it's yeah. seinfeld reference there like a briefcase. I don't know what's going on. The best part about the shorts, I don't know if you did you see the uh post game conference? Yeah. And they asked him about they asked him about J.R. Smith. It was like oh, something quite a stupid question. Like, oh, do you think J.R. Smith knew what was going on? And he just he, at that point rolled his eyes, dropped the mic down, stood up, and then like had to pull his shorts down because they were riding up and then walked <laughs> out. <laughs> like put his sunglasses on inside. Yes. Always a great move. Yeah, exactly. So uh, LeBron always trying to be fashion forward. Not a good look on the LeBron's shorts. He's crazy though. Like his his all of his interviews, all the post game interviews. Every time he's in front of a camera, is so orchestrated. He knows what he's saying. He knows how he's saying it. Like uh, a couple games ago in the Boston series, I remember it was whenever he did, first did the photogenic memory thing that everybody yeah. freaked out about. Yep. Um, which I was like. Oh, big deal. And then I played a soccer game and people were talking about like goals and plays that happened. I'm like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. That was there. <laughs> so maybe it is more impressive than I thought it was at the moment. Yeah. But like a couple moments before that, he like forgot Jordan Clarkson's name. Photogenic <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes on like, and then this play happened, and this play happened, and this play happened. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oops, I forgot a player on my team's name. All choreographed. He's it's uh, amazing. It's yeah. amazing how he has it down. Uh, unbelievable. Speaking uh, of unbelievable. Yeah, speaking of unbelievable, there's Brian Colangelo, Cal- uh, who is the president of operations for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yep. Story came out in the ringer <laughs> that this guy has been squatting on since like February. Uh, yeah. As he was sourcing this out, that Brian Colangelo has like multiple burner accounts, five or six burner accounts that he yeah. was using to make comments on players and stick up for himself, <laughs> stick up for himself against other Twitter trolls. Um, and it, yeah, it was all, it was all put out there. They had multiple burner accounts and it's, it's bad. I don't know. They haven't, Philly's like, we're investigating. They're doing yeah. a formal investigation, but you have to fire the guy. Uh, it's, it's just, dude. but it's crazy. Like, I don't understand the burner account. I guess I guess I understand the idea of the burner account, but like it just seems yeah. like a lot of work, especially so the, mul- multiple accounts. So the only defense I've heard of it is if he wants to follow the players or follow other teams' players, kind of like mm-hmm. on the low, right? Sure. Like you yeah. know, he wants let's say he wants to sign LeBron James and he wants to follow LeBron. He probably follows LeBron James anyway, but like right. whatever, you know. Yeah. He wants to follow uh, Joel Embiid and. If I'm Joel Embiid, I don't want my boss following me, so I block him. I don't know if that right, happens, right. right? That's the only defensible thing, but that's a burner account, and you're not tweeting defending your decisions <laughs> off of it. You're just, like, <laughs> silently following people. Right? right, exactly. You're not out there chirping it up with the rest of them. It's um, bizarre. It's you, so bizarre. And, like, some you, of the things he covered on, like, the things that get to him was... Like, I saw this one tweet where some guy, like, commented on his callers. Like your shirt collars. Oh. And he goes, and he like tweets back, like, that's a normal collar. Move on, find a new slant. Can you imagine what he's doing? Reading all these comments about himself and then just tweeting and, at him. And then he's got to make sure which burner her account he signed into and, yeah. and all that. This reminds me, though, remember when uh, it came out that Roger Goodell's wife was yeah. tweeting in defense of Roger Goodell? Yeah. This is what it reminded me of. I think, I, they, heard, I think they came out that, some, that he was trying to say that, that it was his wife doing it as well. I think he tried to. Yeah, that's what I heard too, that his, his wife might have been one or a couple of the accounts or something. <laughs> and that she was getting like inside information from him or something. Like they're talking over like operations of the 76ers at dinner and then she's out tweeting about it. I don't know. It's bizarre. Oh my goodness. Can you imagine them? They're probably like sitting around at night just scrolling through Twitter and. And all their burner accounts together. <laughs> He's got multiple <laughs> laptops with different <laughs> things open. It's like a war room in there. Just... Oh, oh, he I... talked about my shirt collar. Get him. Go get him. Oh. Yeah, That's, it's it's one of the weirdest stories. So though. weird. Like, yeah, I think this is it for Philly. They had a good streak. We're in the Super Bowl, having the the having the seventy sixers get the playoffs and and win a series. I think it's starting to turn the other way with this story coming out. I don't. For the city. I don't. I mean, if if their president of operations gets fired over it, I mean, that's a pretty significant thing, especially as they're going into this offseason where they are like, it's a decade defining offseason for them. They have cap space this offseason. They have, you know, still have some draft picks. They can make moves this offseason. They can get LeBron if he wants to go there. They can get. Kawhi Leonard, if they want to, they can do big things. 
and now the guy who makes the decisions has caught up in a burner account scandal. <laughs> it's so bizarre. It's so, so bizarre. bizarre. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, that's. But we are. If if he does get fired, Marlo and I are available to uh, be president of basketball operations. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll just we'll probably control. work a little cheaper, but throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah, just throwing it out there. Putting their names only, in the hats. Putting their names in the in the hat. We have less than five burner accounts each. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty much it for my L's of the week. Um, one thing that's not really an L, but. I thought it was worth mentioning is all these okay. large companies who keep apologizing to me at the commercial breaks at every single commercial break, especially the NBA finals. Yeah. We got the CEO of Uber telling me to trust him. Oh, yeah. No reasons why. Just telling me to trust him. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Whatever. <laughs> Wells Fargo, who is re, what do they call it? Re-established. Re-established, reestablished themselves. Like, okay, thanks. Um, and then Facebook. Facebook is oh, just yeah. like, oh, yeah, we, we messed Big up. apology tour. <laughs> Huge apology tour. <laughs> so that's all you have to do nowadays is buy ad spot and say, oh, we messed up. We messed up. Just trust us. But, but buy our products. Yeah. <laughs> Let's say, just Use say our service, them. please. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll do better. In- From losers, let's get to our winning listeners, uh, to our mailbag segment. You ready to do this, Casey? Yeah, let's dive in. All right. You want to go ahead, go ahead. Take the first question. Go ahead. All right. Uh, first question from our fellow fan, Aaron Clowder. Uh, what are the origins of golfing scoring terminology? For example, eagle, birdie, albatross, and why? Why are birds involved at all? <laughs> why are birds? I've actually always wondered this. I'm glad you asked. Yeah. Um. So actually, oh, look this up a little bit. Did you? Did oh, you, did you look it up? No, I, I had I made something up. Okay, so go ahead. Let me give you the not real answer. Yeah. So every time I think of the origin origins of golf, I think of the Robin Williams stand up. Have you seen this? It's yeah, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. So I imagine that there's you know a couple of Scotsmen's out there hit trying to hit a ball with their stick, and oh no, you do it 18 times that whole bit, right? So the first guy goes, oh, you can hit it there in four shots this time or five shots or, or whatever. And then the guy gets hit it in three and he looks over and the other guy's just flipping him off. And he's like, what are you doing that for? I, you know, got one under score. He's like, oh, it's, I'm just giving you the birdie. You get a birdie for that. And then it went from there. Oh, that's my, that's my bit. Okay. <laughs> and then there's like, let's roll with it. It's birds. Then there's an eagle and an albatross. Sure. Why not? Bogey? I don't know. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Oddly enough, that's actually, all I got. <laughs> it's, that's so and, funny. And it's actually pretty close. It's also, like, in Scotland, there's probably a lot of birds there. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, apparently, in the 20th century, yeah. there was a slang term, bird, which meant anything excellent. Oh. Uh, so, they started calling it birdie because it was a slang for bird. And then few like later i guess the yeah americans got a hold of this and to make something better they just call it eagle because of a you know american eagle oh yeah nice yeah and then it just it kind of went off from there and then the brits did the albatross thing which don't need to get into uh, but that's pretty close you actually, <laughs> yeah, well, actually pretty close to that well at least it all came from from the birdie and then yeah the other things were kind of probably unheard of back in kind of towards the beginning of golf i would imagine that you, you know, you couldn't hit a drive 350 yards. Not that I could, but, you know, professionals can. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad we solved that. 
that was it was really weighing on me. I'm sure it was weighing on everyone else could, out there. Yeah, it'd be funny to come up with like a different like it's just so ingrained, right? The bird thing. Yeah, or something else that you can. Should we come we come up with some different stuff? Yeah, we'll come up with something else. All right, I'll, well, yeah, I I'll put that one in preparation. With, yeah, well, I came sure. up with the birdie thing, the flipping off. That was um, all the creativity I had. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll workshop it. Like some of the other things, we still need to workshop. We got yeah. a large. We have a, a week. Li- we're gonna have a weekend of just workshopping one time. A lot of a long workshop list. <laughs> it's fine. We'll get to it <laughs> <laughs> after after the finals are over. Yeah, <laughs> during the summer, during baseball season. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'll do the next question. All right. Um, next question comes from Ashley. Uh, says, oh, it's a lady. Says, my favorite Hello. play in football <laughs> is the onside kick. What is yours? Oh. Do you think the onside kick's going to last? <laughs> oh, shit. I didn't even think about that. It's probably not going to be around, like, I don't know, two years. No more than five. What do you put, what do you put the cap on the onside kick? They try to get rid of kickoffs in general. Yeah. So. I mean, unless you just are like, I'm going to onside kick it. Mm-hmm. And then you can go out and do that and try it. Like, yeah. I think they should do extra points. Like, you should just get a point unless you want to try a two-point conversion. Right. So maybe you, like, have to announce you're going to try an onside kick. I'm trying an onside kick. Everybody, just let, let you know, everybody get out. We're going to try an onside kick. Well, I, I don't know. What, what are you, my favorite play? I, you know, I'm a good football guy. The play action. Ooh, solid play action. So, solid play action. After you've run the ball 50 times, you're setting up, setting up mm. for the play action pass. That's so Wisconsin. Um, <laughs> uh, well, oh, you know what I really like? Yeah. I really like the um, either. All right. So when it's run correctly, Statue of Liberty. <laughs> looks so awesome when it's correctly, but oh if it's, if some if one defensive smokes it out, it's like that was the dumbest call ever. <laughs> yeah, but statue delivery is sweet when it works. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of a lot of places are like that. I so I think my favorite is the one that uh, shout out to our friend Dan, mm-hmm. who calls I think every third down, uh, or wants to have app in every third down at least every red zone possession, and that is the naked bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> because it's called so rarely and it works almost all the time and the best is when Peyton Manning would run it because he's so slow and he's just chugging out there and he you know he, yep. he runs it like once a season and it gets like 20 yards or you know wherever he needs to go and it you look so smart when it happens but that's because you run it one out of you know once a season twice a season and uh, our friend Dan wants it to be run basically every third down or every Red zone possession. It's fantastic. That's mine. All right. The naked bootleg. Naked bootleg. That is a sweet one if you could run it. Yeah, I always like it. I always like that when it happens because they kind of, or especially, yeah, in the red zone. Shout out to Dan. And they just kind of trot in and everyone yeah. was on the other side of the field like, oh, shit. What did I no, do? It has to happen when it's like Joel Stave at quarterback or somebody who can't run. Like if yeah. Russell Wilson's running, it's like, sure, he runs all the time. That's right. fine. Yep. But if it's like a quarterback like Peyton Manning, like I mentioned earlier, or Joel Stave, yeah. you know, who doesn't move well, and then they're out there running, and there's nobody on that half of the field, and they're awkwardly running. Oh, it's the best. Uh, let's get to our next, our yeah, last question. Last question. It looks like it's two-parter, so bear with me. We had, this is from uh, Scott Gala. Shout out Scott Gala. Yep. Um, he wants to know, ooh, what's the best place to stay when visiting Madison for a weekend? 
And then also, why no more? Duh. I can't do it. <laughs> duh. There you go. At the beginning of your wonderful podcast. All right, first, first part of the question. Yeah. Uh, best place to stay when visiting Madison? Obviously, the 132 Breeze House. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Doesn't um, matter if you don't know anybody who lives there anymore. Yeah. Just show not, up. Just show up. Probably have a couch in that uh, entry area. Yeah. Or in the main uh, living room area. Right. Just walk in. Everyone's just going to think it's someone else's friend. You probably can just sit there for free. Um, and if they question it, just say, I'm here for the game. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, 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 well, yeah, that's a device. I'll tell you, it's not the Motel 6 on the east side. <laughs> no. Don't stay there. <laughs> I went there once. It was terrible. Never go there. Uh, but I guess if you're going into town for, uh, for the Badger game or just for a weekend in Madison, I would just Airbnb it. There's lots of college kids who stay at their friends or have their apartments for rent, and you just get you get a, you know, two, three, four bedroom apartment for rent, relatively reasonable. I think that's the the best way to go. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, or friends' couch or place you used to live ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Those good. are also good. Oh, good. Yeah, reserve yours now. I got oh, it's a little little breaking news. I don't even know if Casey knows this. No. Oh. Uh, we're gonna go well, up for we're gonna go up for, we're gonna go up for a game. We're gonna go up for a game, and we're gonna have a party. We're gonna sponsor a party, Casey. We're gonna sponsor a party. We have a one thirty two breeze podcast party. Hopefully, we'll be able to have it at the one thirty two breeze house. That'd be really funny if it was somewhere else. Though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that is the goal. But we still we still gotta work out some kinks. Okay. So, but we're gonna throw we're gonna throw a party. So all right, half we'll, breaking news. Half breaking news. It's going to, something's going to happen at some point in time. <laughs> All right. Uh, the second part of Scott's question. Yeah. Why no more? Go ahead, Casey. <laughs> da, 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 da. At the beginning of your wonderful podcast. Well, what? thank you. Thank you for that. It is a wonderful podcast. We appreciate you listening. Real, I got, so what happened was I was using it and I got some advice that it might be legal. Oh, <laughs> continue using it because of licensing issues. Um, so I, yeah, I just I just like well, I'd rather not chance it and just take it out. And that's okay. the real reason. All right. Well, if any of our uh, wonderful listeners have any musical ability and want to submit a, uh, I guess theme song yeah. of sorts, or theme song, intro song, music, whatever intro you want to call music, it. Yeah, feel free to send that in to us. Uh, that'd be great. Yeah, be happy to feature it. You'll get a shout out as well. All right, that's it for our mailbag. We have some uh, congratulations to give away, Casey. Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. So it looks like over last weekend or over a week, JJ Watt became a doctor. Oh, he he got his doctorate uh, from Baylor University. He made sure to let everyone know on Twitter. Yeah, I saw that. that on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that he just couldn't believe he never thought that he could be a doctor. Um, and now that he is, he's a doctor of humanities in medicine from Baylor College of Medicine. Uh, so, uh, so Dr. Watt, he, he could be coming to a hospital near you. He also wants he, to know if he could put doctor on his jersey. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> can you do that? Why not? That's really cool. He's <laughs> like, can you do that? Who, who was it? Someone is it? Oh, God, I should get the name. But someone did just graduate, like literally did become a doc, graduated from uh, med school and is a doctor who's playing in the NFL. 
And I think he, he asked before that, that if he could put doctor on his, or MD. He wants to put MD on his jersey. Oh. I think that's cool. That's cool. I like yeah. that. So did he actually, he actually took classes and stuff in? Yeah, he pe- became a guy. Yeah, 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 he graduated med school while playing in the NFL. Wow. Congratulations, uh, JJ. <laughs> no, not JJ. <laughs> Do- Dr. Watt. Dr. Watt. Dr. Uh, Watt. No, Dr. Watt did not take classes. He just, yeah, he just got an honorary. Oh, okay. Speaking of just getting honorary degrees, uh, our boy, uh, one of the, I guess my boy, maybe not your boy, one of the uh, members of the Breeze 132 podcast couple, uh, Aaron Rodgers, got an honorary doctorate from the Medical College of Wisconsin. So, wow, doctorates all around. Yeah, they don't even need team doctors anymore. They got doctors on team. Yeah, I guess so. Probably going to use that in contract negotiations. Yeah. Well, Marlon and I are still waiting for our honorary doctorate. So any medical colleges out there, I'm not sure what we have done for the medical community, but willing to accept. It's that time again, Casey. Oh, boy. Yeah, Casey's Corner Kick, the America's favorite segment. Yeah. Uh, less uh, depressing this time. <laughs> At least nothing depressing occurred. Yeah. Uh, people are gearing up for the World Cup. The United States is gearing up for 2022 20, i guess <laughs> the next world cup they had a friendly uh they beat bolivia 3-0 pretty handily and people were really excited about that i saw there was a lot of uh, oh look team usa oh they're on the right path here we go really excited yeah it was uh, i guess a breath of fresh air uh, a lot of young kids playing in that game uh a lot of the people uh, Marlo, you or some of our listeners might be familiar uh, with did not play. Uh, I guess Pul- uh, Christian Pulisic did play, uh, but he's probably the only name that people who have followed the team or somewhat followed the team would have recognized. So a lot of young people who, if we make the World Cup, oh my God, if we don't, I don't even know. Uh, if we make the next World Cup, we'll be uh, playing. So it was a good sign to see and for USA, it's all we have to be excited about. <laughs> we just want, we want at a friendly. This, at We're, this point. Was Bolivia, are they going to the World Cup? They're not going to the World Cup. They're huh? not going to the World Cup. Yeah, no. so it's two non-World Cup teams playing. Two non-World Cup teams just Duking developing for the future, getting ready uh, for the next step. Uh, but other better teams are <laughs> playing in the World Cup here in 11 days, uh, 10 days. If you're listening to this on Monday, uh, the World Cup is starting uh, June 14th in Russia. Uh, I'm getting excited, Marlo. I don't know if you're getting excited. Uh, it's going to be on during the day, so a nice distraction during work. Uh, we are going to have an uh, online bracket, much like you would have a NCAA tournament bracket online. We're going to be setting up a, a pool or what have you. Um, details to come, but just start. Uh, just want to let people know that that's going to be coming and, and keep them aware. All right. I'm down for oh, anything with a bracket. Uh, with the USA not in there, you know, just looking for ways to cheer. I uh, we've talked about earlier in uh, a podcast where we hosted the guys from Pitchside Podcast, uh, kind of picking a team, you know, depending on your ancestry or, or whatever you want, a team who has nice jerseys, um, something like that. Colombia's jerseys are pretty cool. Uh, Nigeria's jerseys are pretty cool. Look those up if you want to root for that or anything, just pick a team, root for that team, or just root for uh, big teams to play each other, whatever you want. Filling out a bracket's one of those things. Gambling, if it's legal, 
in or near or around you. One of those things. I just encourage you guys to get excited about the World Cup. It's going to be a blast. Um, and my bracket, sure enough, as the bracket that I filled out for the NCAA tournament will probably be awful, but I'm going to fill one out and put it on the internet anyway. All the world to see Casey's World Cup bracket. All right, is that it? That's all we that's, got? That's all we got. That's all we got. <laughs> that's it for Casey's Corner Kick. I think that's going to be it for us this week. All right. Uh, Casey. Oh, as always, find us on Twitter at 132Breeze. Um, our website, you can find Casey at Hawk Badger on Twitter. You can find myself at Marlo JR. Um, oh, just to clarify, my name's spelled M A R L O W. Okay. Yeah. And then Breeze is spelled B R E E S E. All right. Um, that's it. That's it for us. Casey, do you have any last words? All right. Hope all your favorite team wins all the sports. Mm-hmm.